Have you ever struggled to make positive thinking work like you wanted it to work? Well, the surprising answer to what may be going on is actually in your biology. We'll talk about that in a minute, but but like have you ever have you ever struggled maybe you've tried something like visualization, manifestation, law of attraction, like all of that stuff. Or maybe we're just talking about something simple like goal setting and having like the best of intentions. I want to have a productive day today. My goal is to have a productive day. I'm going to visualize myself having a productive day. I'm going to think positive about getting everything done that I want to get done. But then it doesn't happen. Then it doesn't work like you visualized, like you positively thought it would happen. Well, I discovered this new book from someone with about two decades of research experience directly into like what's going on with positive thinking. Why does it work? Why does it not work? Um, like when does it work? How can we make it work better? How can we motivate ourselves when we have something that we want to get done or that we want to achieve? When we have some wish we want to fulfill, how can we fulfill it? And completely eye-opening. And it does tie back into that biology thing. And that's what we're going to talk about in today's episode. These are the proven direct response, marketing, copywriting, and entrepreneurship success strategies you can use today to write your own ticket and create the life you want. I am Roy Furr, and this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Now, here's today's breakthrough. All right. So we'll talk about why positive thinking doesn't work in just a minute and what you need to do to make it happen. This is very relevant to a piece of training that I have from the BTMS Insiders Training Library. And so today's sponsor is uh, me. <laughs> and I want you to check out the link in the description to training your subconscious success mechanism. So I was actually talking to someone yesterday, a, a copywriter, and uh, he said, you know, obviously he was interested in my work because of the copywriting stuff, but he was going through this training because it resonated with him and he was following some of the exercise in this. Uh, and, and he realized that some of the biggest things holding him back from success as a copywriter was actually what was going on in his subconscious mind. And as he's worked through that, dealing with everything else has helped him make like it's he's made big leaps forward in his copywriting career success because he's been focusing on this subconscious stuff and anybody who has done this work on themselves is going to tell you that everything else falls into place in much better ways once you have done all this work on what's going on in your subconscious mind so check the link in the description if you're interested. And now let's dive into this whole topic of why positive thinking doesn't work. So what you're gonna hear from me now is based on this book, Rethinking Positive Thinking by Dr. Gabrielle Ettingen. And I recommend you check out the link in the description. I'll include it there. It's a great book. It is, it is a great book about um, positive thinking and about research into positive thinking and why it may not work like it's been promised in so much self-help literature. And again, it comes back to the biology. Okay, so here's something fascinating. She took people into a lab and got people thinking positive thoughts, visualizing positive things like that whole law of attraction. You gotta feel the positive feelings of the wish fulfilled which I believe in, I believe in. And she doesn't directly disagree with. 
But she got people in the lab feeling all of those positive feelings. And what happened when we think positive? What happens when we think positive is that our blood pressure decreases. Now, this is a signal that, the, that our parasympathetic nervous system is activating. And the parasympathetic nervous system is, is what relaxes our body. So, uh, you know, if you, if you go back to like when humans lived in the wild and there was a threat, right? Our bodies would have to activate, right? Like, and we would, we would run and we would, you know, escape the threat and all of that. And then we would relax, right? Well, that relaxation response is the parasympathetic nervous system activating. It is allowing us to rest and it's called rest and digest. Uh, so if we, if we, if we caught the prey, um, then, then, then we need to di digest the food that we've eaten or whatever. Like it's, 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 it's what allows our body to reduce the consumption of resources so that we can be ready next time we need to have those resources to, to uh, go out and, and tackle whatever challenge in the world. So when we think positive, when we visualize this positive outcome, what's happening is our body is shutting down and specifically like going into rest mode, which is the opposite of taking action. So flip this around, when we visualize negative things, when we visualize obstacles, when we think about negative things, our blood pressure increases, which means our sympathetic nervous system. So there's parasympathetic, which is relax. There's sympathetic, which is, which is activate. Our sympathetic nervous system is activating. And this is where our flight and fight or flight response comes from. It's the sympathetic nervous system. It's, you know, if we need to hunt, we, we, uh, we activate the sympathetic nervous system. If we uh, need to run away from danger, we activate the sympathetic nervous system. If we need to, like, whatever it is, right? If, if, if we need energy, if we need to use our internal resources to accomplish some goal or to solve some problem, the sympathetic nervous system is what brings all those, nerve, all those resources out, right? This is about taking action. And so if you only, what, what Gabrielle Ettingen found in her research and shared in Rethinking Positive Thinking is if you only think positive, if you only imagine the positive scenario, your body basically, and, and there's the whole self-help literature about like your, your, your mind can't really tell the difference between a visualization and actual reality, which is true, right? You're, so when you only think of this positive thing, your mind can't tell that you haven't already gotten the, the you know, haven't already completed the hunt, right? And so your mind shuts down because it believes you already, and your nervous system shuts down because it believes you've already completed the hunt. Versus if you think negative, um, it, it tells your body that, hey, we haven't completed this hunt yet. We need to go out and get what we are imagining. So um, it, what I'll say here is the recommendation is not to give up positive thinking. Don't give up positive thinking. It is important. 
So if you want to set and achieve goals, you're going to have to do some positive thinking. If you want to do things that entrepreneurs do, if you want to do things that marketers do, you have to positively think about the outcome that you want to create in the world. You want to be visualizing things. You want to be like imagining this positive future that you want to have be true. You, you want to make it up and make it real. Like all of this stuff is still very positive. Positive thinking is important in the context of making the world what you want it to be, having your world be what you want it to be, like achieving the things that you want to achieve. Positive thinking matters. And, and, once you've imagined whatever you want to be true, whether that's today being a productive day or launching a new business, succeeding a new, new business, whatever, negative thinking grounds you in reality and encourages action. Negative thinking is what takes this, this imagined reality that is this future that doesn't exist yet and brings it all into the present to this, this, like, what can I do today? What do I need to do today? So when you are going through the negative thinking process, you're acknowledging that, hey, something needs to be fixed, right? Something needs to be fixed. And if something needs to be fixed, you're gonna be motivated to take action. And when you are, when you are experiencing this motivation, you know, you're gonna start looking for solutions to problems, and, and problem can be an unfulfilled desire, right? And, and the way that this is, this is proven in, in research is observing our bodies, our biology, literally activating to address the negative that we are imagining. So it's also been said that, you know, like modern stress, so much of modern stress is, is not the same as the stress that we felt when we were trying to survive out on the savannas of Africa, right? Uh, when, we were, when we were trying to survive in the wild, our stress was, okay, there's a lion chasing us, right? Today, our stress may be perceived rejection from trying to approach a client, but our biology is going to activate in much the same way. So this negative imagining of this scenario allows us to uh, allows our body to activate so that we can uh, proactively address that stressor situation. And like what this really comes down to is having the right balance of positive and negative thinking. And so that's what this book, Rethinking Positive Thinking, talks about. And it's based on about two decades of scientific research into effective motivation. First, like recognizing, okay, positive thinking by itself doesn't seem to uh, accomplish what we want it to accomplish. In fact, the research, contrary to what you'll hear in a lot of self-help literature, the research says that a positive thinking often leads to underperformance. Um, and so, so there was that recognition. And there's also research that says that negative thinking, pessimists actually... Uh, actually view the world in a more accurate way. But also it's very easy to kind of get shut down from pessimism. So the research that was done was trying to figure out how do you combine the, the, the positive qualities uh, that come from positive thinking with the positive qualities that can come from negative feeling in the best way, in the right order. So it's not just about positive or negative, it's about the right combination of positive and negative thinking that allows you to tap into the powers of both without 
the detriments that can come from either one. And so, um, so really the foundation of this book, Rethinking Positive Thinking, is this whoop process that, that Dr. Engen teaches in the book. And I'm gonna go through it really quickly. Again, I would recommend you check the link in the description to the book. Um, and man, I, I, even, I even wrote out the basic instructions on a three by five note card for myself so that I can do it in my journal. Um, and I've done it in my journal a bunch of times for different goals uh, in the last few days since I went through this book. So this WHOOP process, um, WHOOP stands for Wish, Outcome, Obstacle, Plan. Wish, Outcome, Obstacle, Plan. And so the first thing you're going to do is you're going to identify a wish that you have. Um, it, you're going to identify, okay, he, I, I, for example, I wish... I want to have a productive day today. And you just represent it in very basic language. It's great to write it down. They even have an app that you can look up. It's called Whoop My Life. Um, so, so you write down your wish, right? Or you, you think of your wish. And then the outcome is what are the positive things that are going to come about, especially what are the positive feelings that are going to come about when that wish is fulfilled. So if my goal, my wish today is to have a, a a positive, productive day. The outcome is I'm going to feel on top of my work. I'm going to feel like I, I did a great job. I'm going to feel like I checked a bunch of things off my to-do list. And there's going to be, there's there's this this outcome um, that is going to have all of these good feelings associated with it. And then you take a minute to once you've completed, once you've defined the outcome that you're looking for, you take a minute to really imagine and visualize. This is the positive thinking. Imagine and visualize what it would be like if that's true. And so you are anchoring that state of this is what I want to be true. You're imagining as if it is already true. And you are really capturing this idea of like, this is what I want, right? But we also now know that that activates your parasympathetic nervous system and your body reduces the use of resources that would be required to accomplish that wish. And if you, if you stopped there, you would actually be, based on what research says, less likely to accomplish your wish or to, to fulfill your wish. So then the next step in the process is obstacle. And this is really important the way that it's, uh, the way that it's presented because this is not an external obstacle to your goal. This is not, you know, I'm going to get interrupted and, you know, people are going to do all these things to me that are going to make it impossible for me to... Um, to have this productive day, it is what is the internal obstacle that that um, is most likely to prevent you from getting your wish. And so the internal obstacle might be a uh, a willingness to procrastinate and allow myself to be distracted by you know going to whatever, for example, Facebook. Uh, if I am not feeling into my work, <laughs> and so so this obstacle would be this distraction habit. We'll call it a distraction habit, right? And so once you've identified your internal obstacle, then you, uh, then you actually take a minute to imagine what that's like and how frustrating it can be to, to keep running into that obstacle and having it keep you from your wish. And then P stands for 
plan. So, so we went through the wish, we identified the obstacle, we imagined what it would be like, or we identified the outcome, we imagined what it would be like to have that outcome. Then we identified the obstacle and we imagined the negatives of that obstacle preventing us from getting to the plan or getting, getting to our wish. And then we make this plan. And so the plan that we make is an if-then statement. And it's if I uh, notice myself in those distraction behaviors, then, and you identify a specific action that you can take. For example, then I'm going to uh, do a, do a, a productivity session on FocusMe, which is a, a, a platform I've been using for uh, doing virtual co-working. So if I notice myself being pulled to distraction, then I'm going to schedule a focus mate session that I can use to be productive again. And so it's this if-then statement. And then you imagine, again, you're imagining if I'm going to be distracted, which is going to hold me back from the wish of having a, a productive day, then I'm going to log on to focus mate and make sure that I do this session so that I can stay focused throughout the day. Right, And so it's this whoop process, and you can do this for personal goals, you can do this for relationship goals, you can do this for business goals, you can do this for career goals, you can do this for whatever. And um, the thing about this is, is if your wish is unrealistic, like I'm going to become a billionaire by winning the lottery, well, an obstacle might be that I have unrealistic expectations for my likelihood of winning the lottery. Um, and so... I may recognize pretty quickly that my wish is outside of my um, outside of what I have reasonable believability is, uh, of coming true, right? And and so by identifying the negatives, you are also able to make sure that your wishes are more grounded in reality. And and it's this balancing act of you're able to push yourself to do more to achieve bigger wishes because you're grounded in reality. Um, and also, you're, you're going to encourage yourself to take action towards those bigger wishes because you recognize the obstacles that might hold you back. And so the research, uh, as cited in this book, says that this process works much better than positive thinking alone. So if positive thinking is not working for you, if you're not just becoming rich because you imagined that you would win the lottery and money showed up... Well, maybe a process like this that might encourage you to, for example, pursue an entrepreneurial endeavor that may have more realistic grounding uh, could be your path to getting rich or whatever it is, right? Um, so if positive thinking doesn't work, consider how the appropriate use of negative thinking might actually make your wishes more likely to come true. So I'm Roy Firth, this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Don't forget, I dropped some links in the description. Training Your Subconscious Success Mechanism, which is my training that includes all sorts of exercises that very much align with the, uh, with the WHOOP process and that the WHOOP process can be used within my exercises. There's also the link to Rethinking Positive Thinking by Dr. Gabrielle Ettingen, and, uh, and you can check that out as well. So I'm Roy Firth, this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Every day in every way, I am... And with every episode, I'm here trying to help you increase your marketing genius and getting that subconscious stuff right, making sure that your mind is oriented towards success in a way that is going to be most beneficial is one way that you can increase your marketing genius. And so that's what we've done today. I'll catch you again in the next episode. 
Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.